0: Whatever, I'm recording Hello. now. Joel was, just, Joel was just busting the beasties. He was busting.
1: be at rockin' the place to be. All the girls are on me because I'm down with Mike D. I'm down with Mike D because he ain't no baloney. Little phony OE and rice roni. Strong- <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Hey, everybody. That was, hey, great, everybody. That was welcome, great. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better
0: podcast with Joel and Steve. I feel podcast. like that, that was worth the price of admission alone right there.
1: That's it. We could shut it down right now, Right now, but we're not going to, you know, Welcome to the podcast, everybody. It's brought to you today by live kombucha, cola kombucha packed with probiotics. What are you drinking tonight, Steve? Uh, lime bubbly. It's pretty good. I like never, it. Never, never a bad choice.
0: Nope. It's good. It's refreshing. It's light and refreshing. Hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they should sponsor us. Maybe they should. I love me some bubbly. That's I think. Is that a Pepsi product? Is that one of the big manufacturers? I, think I thought is. that one was Coke. Well, maybe it is. Uh, nope. PepsiCo. So yes. Love me some bubbly. Yeah. All I also right. enjoy a fine uh, Frito-Lay product periodically. <laughs> uh, the, the barbecue flavor twists Fritos. I love, I love them. I also occasionally enjoy me some, uh, Kentucky fried chicken. Nope.
1: Can't do that. <laughs> You're fine. Fu- you have fucking chickens in your backyard, man. Come no, on. They're, they're delicious. God damn it. Uh, Another, another company to promote Pfizer. Yeah, for real. I'm pumped up on Pfizer and not that kind. I was going to say, wait a minute. Let's clarify (laughs) here. (laughs) This is a whole other podcast. Glad we're on zoom. It's so funny. It was like, which ones you get? Which ones you, oh, you got the J and J. I got the Pfizer. I got the Moderna. Y'all
0: got, y'all got
1: any more of that Pfizer? Do that five, you know, they're a horrible, horrible conglomerate, but you know what? They made a vaccine. They made a vaccine. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm fully vaxxed. As of today, I got the jab. You got the jab. Everybody's getting that jab. Oh, yeah. Steve made a uh, Grateful Dead uh, tribute song. Well, Jack did. Actually, he wrote the the lyrics. Jack wrote the lyrics. It was my idea. It was Joel's idea. It was a group project. I said, Jack, you need to rewrite the lyrics to doing that rag by the Grateful Dead to getting that jab, which you did he wrote the lyrics they're and amazing steve played it mm-hmm. we got to put that out there
0: yeah okay there's a youtube link the YouTube's it's not great but it's you know it's fun if you're especially you know for those of you that aren't super doing that rag familiar it might
1: not mean that very much to you <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of the most um well discussed no grateful dead song it, it's that's for kind sure. of
0: a it's a silly little
1: song yeah so Part, I, I did that yeah I ran into some, some pals at the, uh, at the shot. Well, that at the shot clinic, which was essentially us at the Lancaster event center. I kind of felt like a, like a cattle being shown off, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I saw pals. At least least
0: you weren't being sent to slaughter.
1: That's real. Mm -hmm. I saw Eduardo friend of the show. Eduardo was there. I saw our friend Dave. Mm -hmm. I saw my friend who we need to get on here. Dave needs to come on here and talk us about, talk to us about art. Yep. And, um, yeah. So I saw some pals. I got the thing.
0: That's amazing.
1: Well, I was telling you afterwards, I was like, I can recall right about now a year ago, you were like, well, I'm prepared to do this for about a year and, um, not, not, you know, not going anywhere until there's a vaccine. And I thought, man, a year, I feel like we got at least three years until we get a legitimate vaccine. But here I am fully vaxxed. Yep. It's amazing. That's one of those deals where I had
0: faith in modern science.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Because technology has advanced so much Mm -hmm. that, I mean, it was based on nothing more than my non-educated opinion. But it just, (laughs) which, I, you know, I've given people a lot of grief uh, directly and indirectly for just trusting their gut.
1: Right, right.
0: But just, I thought, you know, it'll probably take a year for there to be a vaccine. I, or even, I don't even know that I was predicting that time frame. I was just saying, in general, once the numbers and things started coming out in late her, you know, mid, this time, this time a year ago, right. Like, I'm fully prepared to lock down for a year.
1: Yeah, and I and I and I, I I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm so glad you said that because it just sort of gave me a kind of an expectational window. You know, and you can, if you do something, if you live somewhere new for a year, if you do a habit for a year, if you, you know, you can kind of, it's not, it's doable, you know? Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Well, and it all, it mind. all
0: comes back to, you know, you just got to do today. One day at a time, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Like really?
1: Yeah. That's real. So, so yeah. we
0: uh, first uh, um, email us to podcast yeah. at gmail.com. We'd love to yes. hear your thoughts.
1: Well, you know, it's and, kind of, and kind of thinking about the the topic we're going to talk about, we're going to kind of recap. Maybe, yeah. Recap or reflect.
0: Well, would you say that Joel, would you say that this is our 21st episode? If you can believe that, amazing. would you say that the last month has exceeded all your expectations when we started
1: doing this? <laughs> yeah. By leaps and bounds. Yeah. Really. Right. Like yeah. we've talked to some amazing people in the last four or five episodes that yeah. have really kind of blown my mind. Mm hmm and so if that's what i that's what i wanted to talk about tonight was like have we learned anything from any of this and and so i think totally i've i think we've learned a lot i'm excited to to pick your brain about that and Mm -hmm. and i guess to kind of tag on to the email thing or i put a question out on instagram oh you did trying to be better podcast um uh, on instagram uh let us know what you learned like you've you know folks have been listening to the podcast we've We'd love it. Creeping near 2000 downloads. Yeah. I think, Mm -hmm. um, which is amazing. So, you know, we'd love to hear what you've learned, maybe guests that you've really enjoyed or, you know, things that have really, you know, um, landed with you.
0: I, you know, the thing that really, well, let's start with Semrad, Mike Semrad, uh, Lincoln, uh, Nebraska music person and Mm -hmm. impresario and business owner and, just generally far out dude. And, uh, yeah. I had never spoken with Mike, uh, beyond, you know, salutations from across the, you know, while he was playing music, like, Hey right. man, right. Right on, you know? Yeah. Um, but the thing that really, cause you, um, you've known me for a while, Joe and Joel, and you know, that like, I can get pretty, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uselessly morose and yeah. angry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>
1: uselessly morose yeah well it That's reminds good. me of
0: that uh that line from uh visions of johanna by bob dylan where his mm-hmm. uh little boy lost takes him so seriously you know he's mm. sure got a lot of gall to be so useless and all you know <laughs> um but like my the thing that got me and i know this about myself and it, you know it's a something i work on sometimes um mm-hmm. but uh the thing that well, that really tore the top of my head off from Mike was he just said, You know, I try to keep it light. Yeah. I just keep it light. Yep. But underneath that, and like I see that, and I see how that's a really positive quality. Like yeah. when you're out in public or just your public, um, uh, uh, brand Demeanor. or what? Yeah. Demeanor. Yeah. Totally. Like just keep yeah. it light, keep it fun. Yeah. We're having a good time. Yeah. Loose but, garment. Under, but underneath that is a tremendous amount of good work. Yeah. Like he literally put together a concert with Willie Nelson and Neil Young in a field in the middle of Nebraska.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he had the thought, well, you know, if we're going to build this little barn to try to stop the pipeline, Mm -hmm. we should, you know, throw some solar panels on top. And if we're going to throw solar panels on top, we might as well make a record. And if we're going to make a record, we might as well have a show. And if we're going to have a show, we should probably call Willie Nelson and, you know, young, it was just like, that was the thing that stuck with me about that conversation with Mike. And I kind of knew this about him, but I didn't know it was such a part of like who he was as a kid. Yeah. I'm just no like, idea. you know, him better
0: than I, you actually like know him a little bit. And I totally yeah. just did not. He was a, a public person that I'm aware of, you know,
1: right. And, and
0: enjoy his work. You know, I love the bottle tops. They're great.
1: But what I what I didn't know about him when i when I met him in college, he was kind of a carefree dude in college, and I kind of always was. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that that's just like how that dude operated from the beginning. Right. And I and I and I'm glad I got a chance to tell him that that it's inspiring because mm-hmm. he's kind of always been in that spot of like, well, I'll just do it, right? So just go, just perform, that's just have totally just- one
0: hundred percent, one hundred eighty degrees from how I've been yes. most of my life
1: which is that i uh, that's not a thing that i'm gonna no. do now I, I gotta overthink it and talk myself out of it right and then be mad when somebody, somebody else just does it totally
0: that guy's got my gig <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and i think that that's that's one of the cool things i mean if, if anybody can it, you know if you haven't listened to that episode go back and listen to it because it's it's pretty incredible how mm-hmm. this guy just like you know just went and did it just goes and does it like does the thing and like you know chicago wasn't working for him and he really wanted to keep doing it, so he came back here and it it he didn't come i mean i kind of came back to nebraska after my first stint in la with my tail between my legs and that was not my story.
0: you know i was was, the only difference is i was in northern california
1: (laughs) right but yeah exactly (laughs) but he just came back and like killed it You know, and it's well, he had
0: some chops in that area and some contacts, which helps like it helps to have experience. He wasn't exactly starting from scratch. You Mm -hmm. know, I came back to Nebraska with nothing but, you know, um, character defects and (laughs) and, and, you know, like seriously and and,
1: and crushing self-loathing.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And a a really bad addiction, you know, like that's that's all I had. That's like what I had to offer the world.
1: Was... I came back with what I thought was a broken heart at the time. When really it was just like <laughs> I was just crushed by my own, you know, gotten my own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 that's I thought that I'd failed somehow, you know. And that's I did, interesting, I did, you know. And I thought that Mike didn't really. I don't. Maybe he felt some of that, but he didn't. He just kind of went after it. And I, he, I, think, I, I got the impression he's like, you know what, this isn't really that great. This yeah. is a lot harder than it
0: probably needs to be here in this right. town. Right. I think I'm gonna pack up and go back to Nebraska
1: right that's how i felt about that right like, and start a record label did. and and a yeah. band with my wife and yeah yeah and really cool shit yeah and have
0: and like I, and have like good public schools for my kids
1: yeah yeah and be you able know. to like buy a house
0: yeah 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 right mm-hmm.
1: and I, I yeah i think that we can all take that away from you know just kind of people like mike that they just you know he just do it like well that 2 that, that your was, hooter
0: that 2 your hooter man that was yeah. my that was it's similar to jazari the right. thing of like, like nobody is giving either of those guys like permission to right. start media companies, right, or exactly. broadcasting companies, or um to be journalists, right? Yeah, like there's no they haven't there's no like governing stamp. They're just like i want to be a journalist. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you
1: know? that was that was a really cool and wonderful conversation with him too because. Mm-hmm. You know i yeah to see him just do that to just go for it and mm-hmm. like um it, you know he's got i've got an iphone and i've got a and i've got a facebook account you know I'm gonna, i get it I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna document this piece of history mm-hmm. and thousands and thousands of people tuned in you know three two or three times a week mm-hmm. when when the protests were happening and then continue to follow his work sense, you know, it's like he, you know, an empire. I mean, he just, yeah, he, he's building an empire. Well, and
0: that's the thing that I, I love that he's, it's kind of like, um, have you ever read, read Bruce Lee's goals letter? No, I have not. Oh, you should Google it. Just Google like Bruce Lee's goals. Like okay. he wrote out like as a young person, like, By the age, I think 21, he's like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a movie star. I'm going to be. And this is, I'm, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But I actually thought of that as I was listening to Jazari talk Mm -hmm. because he's like, just has that mindset. It's like he already might as well be that because he's being that.
1: I just, I did just Google that and he said some things like, I, Bruce Lee, will be the highest paid superstar in the United States. I will return. And in return, I'll give the most exciting performances and render the best of quality in the capacity of an actor. Yep. I will live the way I please and achieve inner harmony and happiness. See? Yes. It's like the same thing Jazari was saying, basically. <laughs> yeah. 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 Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. I'm going to do this. I mean, and there's something really powerful about writing that down and stating that and not waiting for some gatekeeper to tell you it's okay to do it and just doing it. And that is not. I mean, Jazari definitely has, um, some specific things that, that, you know, forged him into who he is. Yes. And I, and I kind of know. wanted to get
0: more into that. We didn't really yeah. do that. Yeah. Like, how did you, how did you grow up in what was it? St. Louis?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: were these underpinnings of just inner confidence,
1: right? Like, right. where's that come from? We didn't get into that. You know, I, I, I know, I think I'd love to pick his brain more because he, I mean, I kind of, I, I as I listened back to that after we recorded it, I kind of even made fun of my own time in show choir. And he was like, no, that was, I, I remember, awesome. I remember that. I, remember I caught that. that, that. And you he was like, of,
0: you were like self deprecating. He was like, whatever. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. He was like, no, I'm, that was awesome. And, you yeah. know, like that was great. Like it was an, an amazing thing for him. And I was even apologizing for my own time in show choir. And he did not seem to apologize for anything. And that was nope. just like, fuck yeah like Mm -hmm. what an incredible example what an incredible like you know inspiration to just be Mm -hmm. like i apologize for nothing you know right Right. (laughs) this made me who i am and Mm -hmm. so i could take an ounce of that in looking back at things that i i think i should be embarrassed about you know like show Mm -hmm. choir or whatever you know that's so lame joel i know it's not you
0: you were a show choir guy
1: but in or or it's like dude you were a show choir guy dude it was great right see there you go i learned how to fucking dance i learned how to put myself (laughs) out there right i got to sing alongside the most attractive girls in my high school you know right you know it was great it's great Mm -hmm. see what's not to love what's not to love i got to wear really ugly vests were they shimmery sequin they were shimmery? oh
0: yeah i love
1: it sequin black sequin vest a cummerbund (laughs)
0: <laughs> well i we got to it. work cum. you know have it
1: yeah yeah so i i mean jazari i aside from all of those things it was just really it was really neat that he took the time to come on i i feel totally. like i anyway, he, he said
0: he's like well whenever somebody asks me to do something I, i'll do it yeah <laughs> and i was like wait is this like a is this like a, a pity interview is this <laughs> is that what this is <laughs>
1: No, I think he just, I, I, I get, he just, you know, really loves to talk about the work he's doing, yeah. and, you know, and, and I'm really mostly wants to put-
0: kidding. That's, that's my, that's my low self-esteem talking. There it is. is. Yeah. Ooh,
1: nice. Uh-huh. Right. Well, he's, he's doing a lot of cool stuff. I mean, his photography work, his video work is super cool. Mm-hmm. And you know, why, wouldn't well, he he he's building an empire. He's building an empire. And it will probably be successful. Yeah. I mean, it already is to a certain degree, but I think yeah. it, but I mean, like know,
0: large scale, like right. he will probably actually get the Lambo money.
1: Jazari, <laughs> <laughs> if you do get that Lamborghini money, um pick pick Steven up. I and pick Steve and I up for some rides sometime at some point. Or just sponsor our little podcast. Oh yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Beyond Burger's not calling. No, they're not calling. But yeah, it was really cool because like I just, you know, Kirsten and I, this this summer was like, just it, we, I set notifications on my phone. Like whenever he went live, I would mm-hmm. know. Cause he was the, he was the window into what was going on. And I'd kind of say, Oh, they're down on 17th. Let's hop on our bikes and go. I mean, it was such a cool thing to get to be a part of. And, um, and he's still making really cool, you know, things he's, he's mm-hmm. still creating content still has his show. He, he actually reached out. I saw this recently. He reached out to all of the, the, the folks running for what's the next election city council? The city council he reached out to everyone running and and invited them to talk to him on his show and I think like over half of them said they'd do it. Wow you know so he's like he's going for it right. you know like well and that's
0: so great because that really is like what I was talking about with him like as as mainstream old guard local print journalism you know is going through its death throes. Yep, he's the new thing.
1: Yeah, right. Which is great. Yeah. yeah, it is, and it's like I I don't see Channel Eight News doing that right now. No, you know, like right. saying throwing it wide. Well, that
0: that, every- that 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 all goes back to um, <laughs> the. It's not exactly the right ter- term, but the fiduciary duty of those organizations is not to provide relevant journalism right their job is to provide maximum value for the shareholder right period yep yep Yep. they're legally obligated
1: to do that right so they can't don't don't teeter the boat too much because nope Nope. they won't get the money right but when you don't i mean like jazari is just really out there too and his work is out there to just sort of promote itself to be mm-hmm. self-sustaining mm-hmm. he's his own investor you know what right, i mean yeah, like yeah, he's his own bottom like, line he's the, he's the he's the board of directors right he can i mean and that's a lesson to us all is that if we can carve out one lane in your life where you have autonomy right where you have some autonomy over the things you say and do like that's what that's what this i mean tangentially the question you asked was what did we learn but i i, I also learned as a byproduct of getting to talk to these really wonderful people is that i really love having this creative outlet with you me too man
0: right on yeah you right know on. yeah like oh, totally like this is it's
1: fantastic it's this great is just a huh it's great it's great yeah it's great it's great and that's we have our little lane of you know our little corner of autonomy our little like sure say whatever we want mm-hmm. within within reason <laughs> well
0: right that's my senior year government teacher mr mcmenemann I love you so much. Thanks for, uh, you know, letting me just never go to your class and still give me passing grades, <laughs> but I learned a lot from the guy. Like seriously, right. right. But he, uh, you know, he's, he's the guy that told us, you know, in, in civics class or government, whatever the hell they called it, is like, you can say what you want in America just as long as you watch what you say. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's great. He was a total iconoclast and just a really that,
1: awesome teacher. That's Mr. Hastings for me. Yeah. Dave Hastings, if you're out there, if you're listening, thank you. Save right. my bacon. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Yeah.
0: John uh, McManaman is this little Irish little. I say little. he was probably like five one, five two mm-hmm. uh, little Irish guy. Grew up on the south side of Philadelphia. He was tough as nails. Right. Um, and guess how high his opinion was of uh, northern Virginia, suburban, you know, affluent punks.
1: Probably not so much, not
0: very high at all. Not very high. No, he didn't. He, uh, he, yeah, he got in trouble periodically for telling kids what he actually thought. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but he, he and my buddy, Chris, um, we had second, like the second half of our senior year. He's like, I know you guys don't care. This is the second half of your senior year. He's like, so for the last quarter of that year, you know what we did? We watched uh, all of the Clint Eastwood man with no name movies. And we watched two of the dirty Harry movies. The first two. <laughs> He's that's like, actually a really great. Oh, exactly, know. He's like, you're going to learn more from these. Cause I know you'll be <laughs> here and I know you'll watch them and you will learn more from these movies about what you actually need to know than you would from anything in this dumb textbook.
1: Dude. That's so great. It's amazing. Yeah. But
0: he, uh, We actually I actually had Chris and I both actually had two classes with him in the middle, like back to back. And in the middle of that was like a 15 minute free time. So Mm -hmm. there was like a two and a half hour window of just McMenamin. Right. Right. Chris, we'd roll up. We'd roll (laughs) up and stick our heads in the negori hey uh mr mcmenamin man we're gonna go down to the library to study you want us to bring you an egg mcmuffin or something <laughs> He like throw his erasers at us get the hell out of here you goddamn! you know yeah <laughs> and he was laughing you know right right because he knew we did he knew we were gonna go do what we we're gonna do yes it didn't
1: matter like but he, that's but you felt like you felt like there was an adult that sort of got it yeah. gave a shit yeah was it yeah. wasn't You know, he wasn't going to be like,
0: he wasn't like trying to keep us under, you know, like you goddamn kids. He wasn't Mr.
1: Strickland and back to the future.
0: No, he was not. No, no, no. (laughs) He was awesome. Yeah. He met us where we were. Right. And we respected the shit out of him for that.
1: Right. We sometimes even went to his class. See, it was a win-win for him. He got to, you know, made sure that that Steve Erbauer punk came around once in a while.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. He was great. Loved him to death.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That was kind of a tangent. But anyway. Yeah. No,
0: Cameron,
1: you know. man. Uh, uh, so then cool. we got to
0: talk to Mary Stancavage. Oh my gosh! Now tell me about how that hooked up, because to me that it seemed like you kind of, like you kind of knew about her from your brother, but you kind of right. hit her
1: up almost as a lark. So is what that hap- correct? So what happened was, I think it was a total result of that suggestion box. Uh, oh yeah. The suggest- suggestion box I did on um, Instagram, which I should do another one where I was like, Hey, who, what things or people should we talk, talk about or talk yeah, to, yeah. you know, just like threw it out there to just to get people to engage with the, you know, sure. with the Instagram. And I think I might've been my brother might've been somebody else suggested Mary Stankavage. Yeah. And, she, and I, so I tagged her in it or somebody. Yeah. Tagged yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. And she, she responded in a private message was like, I'm game. Sure. Let me know. <laughs> that's I'd love so to. Cool that's so like, awesome oh, okay you know <laughs> um and know, it was mary. funny that was so cool <laughs> yeah thanks mary well and and when we finally got her email and we started emailing back and forth or she's like of course i'll do it i'm a ham you know right right, <laughs> right. like i'll do it yeah and oh, it's kind of her so thing awesome. it's like True. you know she's she's spreading her her you know her work
0: right which is um, great i've really enjoyed yeah. her podcast like legitimately i just she's listening. already been on i don't need to like you know Right. Yeah. So we're trying right. to butter her up. Like, I, right. podcast is great. I enjoy it a lot. And I enjoyed
1: really the intro to Buddhism thing I did over Zoom with her, too. It was great. She's doing another thing, a whole like series once a month, like, you know, the third Saturday of every month for a year. This thing she did, she's done it before. It's called A Year to Live. Hmm. And so you do all these teachings and sort of listen and read this stuff as if you're going to die in a year. Mm hmm. And so it's kind of all based on dharmic principles, but at the same time, it's like grappling with your own impermanence. Sure. And, and how would you live? Like if you, if you, te- if you had the intention that you knew you were going to die in a year, mm-hmm. what w- how would that change your perspective? How would that change how you treated people, yourself, mm-hmm. the world oh, wow. bring you, you know, so I, I'm thinking about doing that. I, I think the deadline's coming up to sign up, but
0: yeah, she's doing really So cool the stuff. answer isn't just start drinking again.
1: I don't think that's my answer steve i mean i that, mean
0: if you got a year the clock's ticking
1: i might i might have a couple of marlboros in front of a campfire this summer yeah, you know legit, yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> wow i you know i i what'd you learn from her well
0: let you oh start. my gosh there was a lot happening in there um well i appreciated her response to my query about like when do you get to call yourself a buddhist or is that even a goal or yeah you know she's like i don't even always call
1: myself a buddhist i'm like okay that
0: makes me feel a lot better
1: you know right i I, i'd love i kind of wanted to dig more into that because i i would assume and maybe i'm wrong mary if i am wrong you can you can you know email me but i would assume that it's like one of those things where sometimes it's skillful to Mm -hmm. refer to yourself as a thing. Oh so yeah, it, yeah, it'll be helpful to somebody to hear that name that yes. word and then there are times where it's totally not helpful to mm-hmm. to identify as that and that's a whole depending on your awareness you know like if right. you're if and you're, your audience exactly like if you're mm-hmm. aware of your audience and if that will be a put-off then mm-hmm. leave it alone you know right. like you don't matter. have to it's not like a badge you have to wear no. and i think that that you could open that up to a lot of other things. Well, that
0: goes straight back to attraction rather than promotion.
1: Exactly. Like you're, yeah. if you're out there, like I'm a Buddhist, check right. me out. Like, right. people are Like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. If you see the Buddha on the road, kill him. You oh, know? wow. If you, yeah, that that's like I don't even know if that's a real. That's just a thing I hear, and I don't even know if the Buddha said it. But it's like, you see the Buddha. you ever road, meet, if you him. ever meet the Buddha on the road kill that kill him because it's it's not real. that's something that you just you know march right. around which yeah, yeah. I, honestly it was kind of like you know i was really hesitant to even identify as a buddhist for a while and sometimes i I guess i still am but i think that put a lot of it in perspective for me that that question you asked her of like well sometimes i do sometimes i don't like it was like I'm, I
0: make- I, I'm not there yet yeah you know, like I feel like I'm, I I like the term stream enterer. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that I will, I will say I'm a stream enterer. Sure. Like I can own that and feel pretty comfortable in that designation. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, I'm practicing regularly.
1: You're a practitioner.
0: I'm a, there you go. I'm, I'm a Buddhist practitioner.
1: Right. A mindfulness. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily need to be it doesn't need to be labeled. Right. You know?
0: Yeah, she said that too. Like, yeah. Just a label, like whatever. Yeah. Hmm. And I could see like if for the sake of expediency or efficiency, it would helpful to be saved. Yeah, but Buddhist.
1: Right. But that's not necessary. It's not, yeah. And I think that um, yeah, it all depends on how how helpful that that term's going to be to your audience and that just requires you to be really compassionate and, and aware of who you're talking to and
0: not you know some ego feeding proposition yeah like, a, like that's that's always
1: the yeah the thing i'm not i'm not going to start a whole check new- out
0: my <laughs> <laughs> that's just the straight Frank Zappa like check out my malas
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not going to start like Joel Egger, the Buddhist uh, Instagram page where I just post pictures of myself sitting in meditation all the time. Then you'd be like that one guy. Then I'd be like that one guy. And I won't want to, I don't want to be like that one guy. Don't be that guy. I learned, um, I learned for, I did not know. And I think I, I know that she mentioned it in her, maybe, maybe you, you brought it up to her in an email exchange and then she responded. And then I didn't really have time to really process this until we started talking to her about her recovery. Oh sure. I I don't I did not. And maybe, maybe I did. Maybe somebody told me that at one yeah, point, she,
0: she brought it up, you know? Yeah. Which I, is cool.
1: I, it's way cool. And mm-hmm. I, I found that to be really, I, I found that personally to be very helpful. Although I don't, I asked some of those questions about reconciliation of Buddhist stuff and AA stuff or recovery stuff for her. And um, not that I was really struggling with it, but I thought maybe there's some folks out there that could really use that Mm -hmm. that bridge maybe Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i thought that was really cool that she was so open about that and really Mm -hmm. kind of you know well she really
0: seems to do all of those things in the spirit of
1: helpfulness right which is like so refreshing to hear because if you put it in those terms then you you can't you can't really fuck it up if it's about you can't miss you can't miss
0: yeah that's what I tell people, like if they're nervous, like if they're kind of new in recovery or whatever, and they get asked to speak someplace. Yeah. And they're, you know, all, you know, nervous. And I was like, just, just tell your story. Yeah. Like it's literally just, you're not, you don't have to make anything up. It doesn't have to be a big show. In fact, it's better if it's not. It's literally, you just talk about what you used to be like. Right. Then you talk about what happened (laughs) and then you talk about what you're like now. And then you say, thank you. And
1: that's it yeah that's all it is I, my my first guide mentor brandon said from before i spoke somewhere the first time he was like yeah just tell the truth right you know well, yeah and that but- was like oh, i don't need to fluff it up with a bunch of stuff like i don't need to make up stories in order to qualify and that's that's the wild thing i guess about kind of how mary just sort of was open about working for xerox and just mm-hmm. kind of you know it's that's like great her experience, and that's the thing we we learn in recovery, is that if you're able to just state your experience mm-hmm. and leave it at that, then mm-hmm. you don't cross that line into puffing yourself up as somebody that you're not, or mm-hmm. trying to proselytize. Mm-hmm. Just like, well, this is from my based on my experience, this is what I did, mm-hmm. and that's all it is. And that's so Take universal. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it.
0: Take it or leave it. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And that's the th-
0: I, you know my experience has been both giving and receiving that my story is useful to somebody. Yeah. Maybe not anybody in the room tonight. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. Right.
0: But at some point, because there have been times when, you know, you know, when you least expect it, somebody's somebody has told my story.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Usually at a time that I did not expect it to happen. And I'm sitting there like, Oh my God, that's me. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's that identification piece. And then that's, you know, it's, it's always helpful.
1: trippy, too, when somebody was like, yeah, something Joel always says, and then they say the thing, and I'm like, do I, I always say, I don't know. Do I always it. say that? Yes, I always say that. Maybe I, I do know. say that. I, love I, it stole, you... I stole that from Steve. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> when somebody
0: will say something I might have said,
1: like, 17 years ago. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. I don't remember. I totally don't remember saying that. I don't but you never that. you never know, like, if you're if you're coming from a place of service and love to others, and you're telling your your experience your strength your hope that's all you can do that's that's what's helpful like right. trying to shake somebody into taking better actions it never really works no uh, it does not work no. frothy emotional appeal seldom suffices right even towards yourself <laughs> <laughs> so, same
0: uh, with trying same with trying to shame yourself into better
1: action that doesn't work either doesn't work either no and I, I, yeah, I, the, the conversation, I, I, that was one podcast that I listened to twice because I think I was so jacked to just mm-hmm. listen to, just to have her totally. I,
0: I listened to it twice.
1: So I was like, I need to comb back through that. And um, you know, I, I think that her uh, one of the things that stuck with me too, was when she talked about like um, the, everybody's conditioned and we want to put these certain it not yet yeah, we want to put these certain teachers but we also want to put these certain pathways on some sort of pedestal mm. and she just sort of blew that out of the water when she was talking mm. about you know the, the myanmar situation she's like yeah those oh. that's totally fucked and unjust what they're doing and um and she talked and she called out some teachers in her own area that are like yeah they don't really allow women to be a part of the the actual sangha, you know, that they can't right. be, they can't be fully realized teachers because there's no lineage or some, you know, antiquated thing. And she's like, that's bullshit. You know, I just, bullshit. I, I appreciate her not being too precious about her own path. She's, she's not afraid to sort of state the injustice of it too. You know? Yeah. Um, she doesn't have to wave any flags. No. Yes. Yeah, so that was, it was really cool to have her on. That was a real yeah. gift. Yeah. Um, So, uh, and then we had Jeremy, Jeremy, that was a wild, wasn't that that great? That was a great conversation.
0: He's so smart. Like he's so smart.
1: He really is. Mm -hmm. And, and just, you know, you can tell that somebody is really like, I'm sure he's an amazing therapist because Mm -hmm. he gets, he gets, he was kind of calling us out on some shit too. He's like, Hey guys, think about this, you know? Oh yeah. He's very good at that. Well, and that's
0: like, it, like he's actually like very accomplished in his field. Yeah, right. Like he's probably one of the country's experts, foremost experts on gambling addiction.
1: Really? Yeah. I'm not shocked. Yeah. I I think that that, yeah. Like he's I,
0: I guess he's published, like he's published, published yeah, yeah. research on it, you know. So yes. that puts him up there, right?
1: Right. He's got And he spoke
0: at like national conferences. So
1: he, um, I mean, he, I, I, yeah, I learned, I learned a lot about what process addiction is. I learned mm-hmm. that, that was,
0: that term was new to me at that conversation. So that was really great.
1: You hadn't heard that. At I had all. not
0: heard that specific term before. So that was really, that was kind of one of my takeaways. I like, thought that was go ahead. Well, I mean that all those things, food, sex, gambling, um, shopping,
1: eating, right social
0: media, video games. It's all a process addiction. It's not a substance addiction. It's a process
1: addiction. But the way that he so skillfully explained it was pretty um, mind-blowing to me because he made it sound like, well, it's kind of all... Because he kind of snuck it in there. It would have been great to go down that road a little bit, but he was like it's all process addiction really, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I was like, wow, you know, like I know that there's like, you know, you you give, you give somebody enough cocaine, they're going to be addicted to cocaine. Not everybody that plays slots gets addicted to slots, but it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, whatever gives you that, that hit and right. Whatever the hit needs to be. And I've always heard those terms. And I guess, I guess I got to admit my judgment. I'll, I'll totally wrap myself out. There's a part of me that was not that, one addiction is better or cooler or whatever. It was just like, oh, there were some really cool ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like I, I kind of relegated process addiction to something that I didn't have to really know about. Cause it didn't affect me. Oh, which, and which, yet, and yet I still crave that blue light every morning for my phone. Yeah. I, Jeremy, I haven't put it down. So it just made me, it made me really aware that um, instead of like, cause I think in some parts of the recovery community there's like well if it's not i'm trying I'm to try to do steve's uh sarcastic voice well if it's not uh you know chemicals and whatever then it's not real or you know i'm doing a really <laughs> jack not name jack job my sweetums the sarcastic <laughs> sweetums voice yeah i i yeah i just i i, I will no longer adjust i mean it's all it's not, <clears throat> not every addiction is the same addiction. I, I don't get, yeah. Well, I don't, get, I, I'm not getting the, into the ring with gambling, but it, I get in the ring with other stuff that lights me up just as bad, mm-hmm. you know, or good. Well, I, Those you are, know, I definitely,
0: I, I I'm not a hard line singleness of purpose guy, Yeah, but I do subscribe to the belief that the people that say that, like, <laughs> I I can't remember who said it, it was probably Clancy. That's the eye from up in the sky. Uh, But I think, you know, the people that say that it's all the same thing run a treatment center that only has one van.
1: Right. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, but I think there's some real truth to the whole, like the the process of specific identification. You know, like if if somebody's trying to get clean from Coke and they're going to talk to somebody who's a video game addict, there may be a few hurdles to jump through. To yeah, get to yeah, there's not there. going to be a lot
0: of identification there.
1: Right. And, and if anybody's out there that is, you know, still kicking around, you, if you've ever lived
0: help, in your, you ever lived in your car for six months because you needed to do blow. Right. Or lost a family because you needed
1: to do blow, you know, or Probably find, find the people find, you know, narcotics anonymous or the yeah, people yeah. that know how to speak your language.
0: Right. <clears throat> yeah because that's you know i well, I mean, get into that whole thing I don't it's necessary, but I really enjoyed uh well hey, it's all it was just great to see Jeremy because we don't see each other very much anymore, you know, yeah right, yeah times have changed and mm-hmm. but i it's always nice to like you know his like he's doing very well, it's very cool, i'm very yeah, dude, very happy it. and I'm just proud of him, you know, yeah dude, right, we've all known each other a long time, and it's mm-hmm. it's always nice to see a hometown boy make good,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've got to talk to some pretty cool people. Yeah, we,
0: we'd be remiss to not mention Brian too, Brian Scott. I was just I think thinking about the, the
1: the economy. And mm-hmm. somebody somebody messaged us about that, I think. I can't remember who. It might have been our friend Elisa saying, still kind of mind blown of that, like, the best economy is the one that benefits the most people. Yeah, that's the know? goal.
0: Like, that should be the goal. It's Brian's goal as an economist is to maximize good for the most people. Like that should be the goal. Yeah. And that's, and that we're so just far away from that. <laughs> as right. A,
1: as a nation.
0: Right. And as a, you know,
1: planner. right. The goal seems to be to step on as many people as you can to get yours.
0: Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm.
1: and, and, and to hear an economist sort of talk about that as, you know, a very altruistic principle just within that world, that, you know, system that mm-hmm. ideology whatever it is like to talk about true altruism as an actual benefit to that i those words did not ever those two things did not ever come right
0: together. And that kind of just the way and brian's always kind of been like this and i've <clears throat> known him as my oldest friend but he's always been the rational one mm-hmm. um just the way he just says that so matter-of-factly yeah that's just that's just it you know, he's not standing on a soapbox on a street corner with a sandwich board say most good for the most <laughs> people you know yeah it's like no that's just what i'm that's just what i'm teaching
1: i bet his students are really getting something out of that though i mean I that's so. you know i would hope so great way to affect a lot a lot of his
0: students like probably have no idea how lucky they are they probably don't
1: right <laughs> you know yeah well uh, that's cool mm-hmm. and swingman yeah way back that goes all the way all he was our first guest
0: yeah that was like our third episode
1: is that what these are episodes these are episodes okay yeah yeah mike is um is a really really smart dude and he's like he's now like in charge of like the western hemisphere in his job that's amazing isn't he he's like from canada america mexico central america so i'd like he pretty much runs the western hemisphere at that company he's the time lord he's the he, he's yes <laughs> Mike's that's an inside it. joke sorry he's a time that lord. don't
0: know that but that's yeah yeah mm-hmm. well I, I drive by a lot of fields on my way to work and i think about mike every day
1: i think about mike a lot because he um he really likes to dig in the dirt he put a drain tile on the side of my house and there's no more water in my basement so there's that, also I think about Mike thing. in that way, right. but yes, the nitrates in the soil and what it can, you know, the farmers, I mean, I don't know. It's just really, uh, we have some pretty interesting friends and those were just folks. I mean, Mary and Jazari with standing. These are just people that, I mean, it's like, I guess to, to our listeners, cause this could just be like you and I, like, you remember that, that, uh, Chris Farley, uh, sketch on SNL it was just like, when he was talking to uh, Paul McCartney, he's like, Hey Paul, remember that time you were in the Beatles? That was awesome. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that was awesome. We talked to those people. What, what does it matter? Right. I think it's like, if you, if you just thought about the the last five people you texted with or called on the phone or went on a walk with, they're fascinating. You're one of those people. If you're out there, but they are fascinating people that do really interesting things in the world, even if they're just like a CPA or right. a school bus driver. Like I went on a walk with Greg Wright. He drives a school bus, but he was really, really, really in all about like making sure that, you know, the, the comeback to school in the fall was safe. And mm-hmm. he was, he was a part of organizing and talking to teachers and well, making sure the school board knew the problem. I mean, our friends are fascinating folks.
0: Yeah. Well, Rob Bell talks about that. Yeah. Like you just run into people that are very passionate. If, if you run into something that somebody that's very passionate about what they do, it doesn't matter what they do. It'll be fascinating and it'll be energizing.
1: Right. And, and that you can, I love when he talks about how, and I'm going to, I may butcher the the whole idea, but basically that um, anybody, you can't, you can't, you can't claim to not be creative. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That there's I, so many people like, I'm not creative. It's like bullshit. You do a spreadsheet really well. That takes I, a creative. I talked about that.
0: One of our podcasts, like this woman that I work with is a wizard at Excel. Right. She solved a problem for me that I would have taken me weeks to figure out. And she mm-hmm. did it in about 30 seconds and was like, that was fun. And I was like, I'm so glad you think so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cause, Cause it ain't me, babe.
0: It ain't me, babe. No. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 that everybody i mean anybody in your vicinity i guess you know it'd be cool if everybody out there just spent you know 10 minutes talking to their best friend about what is tripping them out right now what are they what are they what are they interested in what are they what are they fascinated by what do they do and and get to know them on and what they create at work even if they think it's stupid and boring it can't be you know that's something that um
0: you know, it makes me think about people that don't have that for whatever reason. Maybe they're just assholes. Or but you know, I mean, there's always that. They don't have
1: that don't have like people in their lives like that.
0: Yeah, they can have those conversations with.
1: Yeah. You know, right.
0: they're just kind of existing in this limbo state of purgatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm searching for a word here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know that like living lost souls, you know, yeah, right. Don't have um, connections like that. Mm -hmm. And that, that's kind of heartbreaking to think about.
1: Yeah. Because
0: like, I think back to, oh, a number of years ago, like for example, when I was having a hard time and you sent me that breathe song by Pearl jam.
1: Yeah. Right. Like
0: that probably saved my life. Mm. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that was exactly perfect. Mm hmm. So thank you for doing that yeah. but i mean just yeah. to think like the like just like that song says we're very fortunate
1: yeah i'm a lucky man to count on both hands the ones i love mm-hmm. some folks they got one while others they got none right like the difference between one person and none persons big, <laughs> big. it's a big <laughs> it's difference. night and day right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> well that yeah i just lost my thought i i uh yeah i guess that, that's a great reminder steve that like you know there are folks out there that may felt may have felt like they've burned too many bridges to actually have those connections that's bullshit i think that's bullshit i mean but it's just,
0: there there may need to be some corrective action taken <laughs>
1: <right>? <laughs> you may need to admit some mistakes first and then you right. can mend that bridge right, perhaps right. but mm-hmm. i think that's always possible
0: but that's one thing um that I'm a one idea that I'm a really big fan of, and that is is the notion that if you are willing to acknowledge that you have a part, like that mm-hmm. there have been wrongs committed by yourself, mm-hmm. I would say, like, if I have acknowledged that, then all that is immediately washed away. Yeah. And you can yeah. be free of that. Yeah. And then there's some responsibility that comes with that freedom right. to clean up a mess if there is one directly, right? And then to not live that way anymore.
1: Well, it's 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 the it's the difference between saying I'm sorry versus I was wrong.
0: Yeah, totally, big difference, huge you know, difference.
1: Like when you say when you say you're sorry, it's like I I'm sore, I feel bad, <laughs> Yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I feel, feel bad. bad. I feel bad, so
0: even though <laughs> I totally wronged you. Somehow you should feel bad for me
1: yeah i i stole your record collection and yes. melted it uh in a fire while on mushrooms yeah and i feel bad about that are we good are we good <laughs> are we good no no we're not good i want my fucking records
0: right. back i want my audio speed wagon back
1: i want my night flight compilation record back <laughs>
0: yes is that a k-tel joint
1: yeah we've done Tell that. me that's, yeah, yeah, that's we've talked about that yeah yeah Angel, it, it closes with angel of the morning
0: just i'm not doing it i can't Please do it. sing it i'm not doing it
1: it's got here i am by air supply on it
0: oh my god
1: it's got the theme from the greatest american hero oh my
0: god me. oh my god that's
1: so good i want to put it on it's got being with you because that's like the theme right here being with you oh buddy
0: being with you
1: being, i this what? is a tangent and the kombucha is kicking in um, I put myself out there. There's this uh, getting lit, everybody. I should. It's not boozy at all. Don't worry. Um, our friend Matt Marnowski invited me to this page that you should be on on okay. Facebook called Cover Your Ears. Uh huh. And it's just random folks in the community. They pick a top. They pick a theme every week. Uh huh. And they you just pick a cover and you play it and you put a video out there. Oh. I I did one that last week's theme was how songs i from know this i don't know but i need to invite you to it yeah you do um it's uh, uh mike's in that too um but i did it my first song and you'll love this because it reminds me of um uh <laughs> the wall of forever our band which we haven't talked about on well, this we podcast need to, we need to do the reunion tour but the the the, the 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 thing was songs from the year you were born and i was f- scrolling through on google songs from the, and i'm like nah, nah nah and then um air supply um all out of love came on and so I was, good and i and i picked up all the out of love and i'm I so lost without you i knew what is it i knew you were right <laughs> we, believing we for get so the long band back together man so those of you that don't know steve and i a few years ago we had this wild idea that we would do very earnest covers of cheesy yeah 80s ballads and yeah like yacht rock and yacht uh, rock yeah and the band's name was wall of forever yeah Based on the um, Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, Cosmos, <laughs> whatever we had. a what, what did we? We had. We I had to all go that, back and look at the set lists. I know that "Can't Fight This Feeling" was on there. Yep. Yep. Um, Gotta keep on loving you. But oh yeah, but we did change the lyrics to keep on fighting. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. About what uh, it's actually about. That's what it's about. I mean, there's about. There's no. Yeah, I don't want to sleep.
0: You. I just want to keep on.
1: Oh my, I still have the, uh, I'm going to share this. I still have, I have the Spotify playlist. Talk dirty to me. I think we did a, didn't we do a broken down, like soft version of talk dirty to me by by poison?
0: Then we also, I I don't know if it exactly fit our, our MO, but we did the, uh, Johnny cash singing run to the Hills.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We did a pretty damn good version of, uh, broken wings by Mr. Mr. That's a great song. It's a great song. It's a great
0: song. I love that song. Legit. Rosanna.
1: Oh, so good. That song's amazing. Also a
0: great song. Toto was a great band.
1: I am i can't wait to share this. This
0: Yeah, that'll be fun.
1: Yeah, that'll be a good time. Um, we we're not done, right? We're not done with this podcast. We're not quitting today.
0: I feel like we're just getting started, kind of.
1: I think so, too. We've Our got next a really
0: guest cool. is going to be great. I got to remind him that he's on, but. Um, my friend Charlie from Colorado will be a very interesting conversation. He's a good dude.
1: I think that and uh
0: yeah
1: I you know what too, and I think Kirsten alluded to this. We were talking about it. She's noticed that we have you and I have gotten better about our just being tuned in, being um what does Marin call it? He's like locked in to the conversation. Mm, yeah. I think we've gotten better. I think that those first three or four episodes, it was just pure adrenaline. Probably. You know? <laughs> yeah. But like, I but think we were, it's...
0: we were off and running. Yeah. Because yeah. that was exciting. I and mean, it's like, it was just like talking about like, nobody, nobody gave us permission to do this. We just nope. did a thing. we
1: gave ourselves permission. Totally. Yeah. I just, I, you know, like I had barely any anxiety getting on the mic tonight. Like in the first few episodes i'd kind of be like you know i'd like see i really
0: that's interesting i didn't really know that and i really have never had anxiety a little bit leading up to some of the guests yeah but like i never i've happened to have had zero anxiety about this any of this because it's like the stakes are so high
1: well congratulations steve that you've had no anxiety (laughs) but there i mean i was the first few i was sweating it a little bit because i wanted it i wanted i mean but i wanted to be really good yeah, I was like pushing for it to be and it's like, dude, you know, it's just talking to you. Right. Talk, you know. But yeah, I mean, you want to kind of put it on for guests. You want to make them feel welcome and considered and shit. Sure. Well, I
0: hope but, everybody feels welcome.
1: I think they do. I we haven't gotten any so. hate. We haven't gotten I think that nobody nobody unfollowed us.
0: One person unfollowed us on Instagram. Our our count went down one. I noticed. I'm kind of but it wasn't anybody
1: it. that like or none of our guests did that.
0: Oh, I would hope not. I don't know. I guess I haven't looked that close for being obsessive about it. That's interesting.
1: (laughs) I didn't even count. Like, I haven't even counted.
0: Well, I was all excited when we broke 100 followers on the Instas. Now I think we're at like 135. So
1: clearly the Lambo money's
0: coming. It's coming. It's coming. coming. Any day. Yeah.
1: Do you know how ridiculous a Lamborghini would look in either of our driveways? (laughs)
0: Very like totally <laughs> insanely, rare. it's be worth more than either of our houses, yeah. I would like
1: buy a long,
0: like yeah, many times over, right? Yeah, yeah. Did I tell yeah. you? Did I tell you? Uh, I did. I told you that I am the country band thing. Oh, I'm, yeah, like doing that because I got Steve invited, quit the country band. I quit the country band because I got invited to join Exile on O Street, which, yes. Is Lincoln, Nebraska's premier Rolling Stones cover band tribute. It's a tribute band. It's
1: a tribute band.
0: It's a tribute band. And I'm so incredible. I haven't been this excited about really anything in years besides maybe this. But I mean, like I've wanted to play my one of my running jokes, kind of self-deprecating humor. People say, how did you end up in like IT? What you do for a living? I said, well, because the only thing I've ever actually genuinely truly (laughs) wanted to do was play guitar on the Rolling Stones. (laughs) <laughs> since i was like nine yeah but that's the only thing that I've, I've ever actually wanted to do yeah right yeah and and keith richards he just keeps going <laughs> you know and ronnie wood's sticking around so getting invited to play in this band yeah it's, it's just gonna be a it's just gonna be a kick in the kick in the ass man
1: so it's how did so that much
0: fun. how did that go down just uh, well we are mutual friend eric Called somebody i know looking for a guitar player and he's like well i can't do it but i know this guy steve that could do it Mm -hmm. and eric's like i know steve Mm -hmm. and so and i got together with uh the the other guitar player the guy that's effect effectively like plays the keith richards part Mm -hmm. and we got on great man like we immediately now he's a much better player than I am. He's a much more experienced player, but he's very generous mm-hmm. and uh, is already just the, the two hours we spent been together already mentored me a little bit, which was great in a way That's that awesome. was like, not like you need to be this way so that we can be good. He was just like generously saying like, okay, you're good. What try this maybe.
1: Well, or like, you're going to enjoy this a little bit more if you can yes. feel it versus, well, there was tech- like, for example, okay, here's a lesson. So
0: he, uh, we ran through, um, um, dead flowers, kind of a country thing, you know. Yeah, great song. I I just love that song so much. It's just this gigantic, yeah, I'm going down, fuck you song. You know, mm-hmm. it's great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's so much fun. Um, but we ran through it and we stopped and we and like I know the song. We played it, the arrangement, you know, mm-hmm. and we stopped and he said, "So how would that feel to you?" And I said, "I I, I don't know, felt okay." So did it feel a little weird? And I said well yeah i suppose so he said well why do you think that is and i said i don't know he said try it let's try it again but this time relax Mm -hmm. just relax like it's Mm -hmm. you know it's a kind of a country rock song but it's also the rolling stones and they're not in a hurry
1: right you know yeah just
0: just, just, so i just i because i was kind of singing it so we could have a time Mm -hmm. like the, the framework i was singing And I get kind of aggressive, you know, Mm -hmm. so I didn't sing and I just kind of, I'll use the word term noodling, but I just kind of loped through the song Mm -hmm. and it was so much better. Yeah. Wow. Just relax your body and, 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 and just you like, you, you, I was forcing it. I was trying to forcing it to force it to be something that it didn't need
1: to be. Dude. That's like a universal lesson right there. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it was a great moment because he wasn't. There was nothing demeaning about it. He was even, he wasn't even saying like, this isn't like, you're not good enough for the band. Yeah. He was just saying, didn't that feel better?
1: Mm hmm. Right. Cause he and wants like, you, I mean, he wants you to have a good time. Cause if you're having a good time, the band sounds better. I mean, that's, right. that's the great thing about the stones is they're having the fucking time with their lives. <laughs> right. They <so>.
0: are 100% <laughs> having their cake and eating it
1: too. Yeah. I mean, all yeah. the way down the line. How, so how many songs do you have to have in your arsenal? Their now? set list is 44 songs in it. Like a nightly set list. Like they yeah, would like play 40.
0: The, 40- the, the set list has 44 songs in it.
1: So wait, wait, wait. They play 44 songs yeah. when they play a show. Yeah. It's like four hours. Are you serious? Yeah. I can't wait. I know. It's going to be amazing. Like I'm I can't so, wait either. I'm like, so, so glad perfect. I got the vaccine so I could go party for four hours. Right. with These
0: people. Yeah. And I was talking with, uh, My guitar teacher, Mark Leaker. Huge shout out to Mark, who's great. But you know, he plays in the in the Jerry Pranksters, the Grateful Dead tribute, and he also plays in Peach Truck, the Almond Brothers tribute. He plays a mean slide guitar. But like, dude, you know that band shell at at Antelope Park with that Mm -hmm. white band shell where Mm -hmm. they did the outdoor yoga thing and all that. Yep. Yep. Like, why don't like why don't we get these bands together and just play in it for an
1: afternoon? Oh, that'd be so great.
0: The Almonds the dead and the stones
1: i'm in
0: that's what i'm saying like how fun would that be
1: that'd be amazing the only thing about lincoln city parks is you can't drink booze so everybody have to like sneak it in their car or something I was
0: getting, like that's ever been a problem
1: that's not been a problem <laughs>
0: like We're yeah not- wow like the, the 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 crowd for those concerts like oh you mean we can't bring alcohol on the premises
1: <laughs> what are we going to do i'm yeah. such a fucking rule follower man God. god damn it. Come on, joel i really killed the rock and roll vibe there didn't i but what about the uh, what,
0: steve what about the rules the city the city has rules i don't think we could uh... <laughs> exactly dude that would be fucking awesome wouldn't that be great and you could like set up tents and shit yes and just, on that big grass area dude you know what you do is you call like four or five of the best food, food trucks, trucks. Uh, i had that thought too. have them line up on the street and oh my god wouldn't that be amazing and it really yeah. wouldn't be that see we could just do that can we just do that unless the city got all uptight about the food trucks which they might but well they have food truck rallies all the time yeah but not necessarily in city parks <sighs> now
1: we're into the now we're into the logistical hurdles but no they do it stransky Oh really? When they when they do the Stransky thing, okay, great. So there we have it. We gotta talk to Mike because Mike's the kind of guy that could put that shit together. Right. I mean, he do that, he does that shit in his sleep.
0: Right. So yeah, so but I mean that was and uh, so I was talking to Mark because I had my guitar lesson that night, and he's like, you know, I kind of had that same thought too. So I feel like this could happen this summer.
1: Oh my god, wouldn't Dude, that be fun? Well, that's close to where my the bike gang kind of starts and ends. So yeah, we could yeah. a, a bike tour and end up. At rock a rock concert.
0: Every time you, I ride by there, I'm like, why are there not like more shows
1: here? I know. Yep. I know. Because it's such a nice little park, nice little it's band great. show. Yeah. Well, Mike sure. did a Sower Records Sower Fest there once. Oh, really? Was, oh, yeah. Jack Hotel and and Bottle Tops and a bunch of other huh. folks played. I don't
0: remember that. Now I'm already thinking, like, we'll have to get some Porta Johns.
1: That's whatever. Right. Yeah. I'll chip in for the Porta Johns. Sweet. All right. We got a promoter we got a backer, <laughs> dude. Oh my God. I, well, I just, they just got me excited because I, you know, opening day of baseball was today and I watched the Cubs lose, which is kind of, you know,
0: so I guess that's kind hi of Jack. The, hi, Jack. It's like the year- Jack's laughing yes. right now. I know
1: it's like the yearly tradition, right? But, uh, <laughs> there were actual human beings in Wrigley field. It oh, kind wow. of brought a tear to my eye because last year there was nobody or they had these cardboard cutouts. There was actual live human beings there. Wow like singing along to take me take out to me the, out ball the ball game. game. I get it, man. That's a,
0: that's legit.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about returning to normal, but returning to take me out to the ball game at Wrigley field.
1: I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And returning to being spread out on blank. I don't want to be next to sweaty people anyway, like a Pinewood right. bowl. Like let's, I'll pay an extra hundred bucks. So right. I don't have to get elbow greased by, you know, some 60-year-old of the Steely Dan show. Sorry. <laughs> that I'm was fine. Really specific. I know that happened. That's great. Yeah, I'll pay, I'll pay an extra hundred bucks to just like have a little that's have my pot I want a thing, my and that
0: band, that band Goose that I was listening to for a while. That's mm-hmm. I found them on YouTube. I don't know how they popped up from the algorithm or something, but they were the video was them playing a concert in Connecticut where your ticket was for an eight by eight space. Right
1: that you could have like four people in or whatever. Yeah. Well, and Kirsten, I'm like, I'm
0: like, that's amazing.
1: Kirsten and I looked into and tried to find a weekend to pay a kind of ridiculous amount of money to go see the flaming lips in their inflatable bubbles. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, the thing about the bubble thing is that you get in the bubble and you're in the, if you leave the bubble to go to the bathroom, you have to put the mask on all that. But it's also right. like, there's no like ventilation system. Right. So they've worked it out. It's like, it's like, you know, condensation and, you know, from your own breath and, the.
0: <laughs> but I curious, actually like, doesn't sound that fun
1: to me. Maybe yeah. for five
0: minutes. And then I'm like, I want out of this now, now, I kinda now think, I kind of,
1: I kind of, I kind of think my claustrophobia might kick in. And then I yeah. just spent 350 bucks to be in a bubble that I don't want to be in. Yeah. Yeah. I do love Wayne coin though. So yeah,
0: I mean, he's a genuinely just far out, Dude. he's a wild man he's a wild
1: I, man Yeah. i think that though and, but like, he's
0: actually like i mean you know i mean but he's actually really thoughtful yeah I'm whatever <laughs> <laughs> like just listening to interviews with him i'm like he's just a normal dude that he's just a has dude. he's a normal dude that mm-hmm. has this really incredible creative streak in him yeah right but again yeah. he's like nobody's giving me permission permission to do this exactly that goes yeah. back to that thing that garcia said like if a situation calls for you to be outrageous, be as outrageous as humanly possible. God, I love and that. And I think Wayne
1: Coyne does that. A hundred percent with yeah, the balloons great. and the huge the, you know, the the, 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 the confetti cannon. Yeah, <laughs> the confetti cannons. When I saw him
0: that. at whatever uh Maha festival, he was standing on top of this podium with these like LED tentacles going out all over the stage. And it was yeah. like, oh my god, what's happening? It was great. <laughs>
1: We might get some outdoor shows this summer, man. That'd be good. I think that might happen, dude. If if we could get the the peach truck, is that what it's called?
0: Peach truck, yeah. Almond Brothers. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, Peach Truck and Jerry Pranksters, Dwayne Almond, Exile. Exile. What would be the billing then? I don't know. Whatever. Almond Brothers first. I don't know, man.
0: (laughs) That's I'm 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 labor. Okay. Yeah, we'll let we'll I don't know roll the dice or something. It would probably make the most the tumbling dice exactly ah but if you start me up i'll never stop so
1: (laughs) oh god i just i can't yeah man that would be great i mean i was going to come see your country show no matter what but i'd much rather see those guys and stomp around playing they've they've already got like another guitar player so that makes me happy
0: good good you didn't that was fun you know but this is like i it's it's kind of it's a you know quasi dream come true so,
1: well, yeah, you get to play. I get to play get all to, those songs. Like, I all love all those. There's so many good songs 44 songs. Yeah. That's, That's a lot. lot of songs.
0: When I saw Ween, they played 44 songs. Where? Uh, uh, the night before you saw him in Omaha and Lawrence, Kansas with Casey oh, and Ron. Oh, they played 44 songs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they played for four hours. It was insane. They did not play for four hours when I saw them. Well, that's because they were exhausted from the night before. Damn it. Seriously, two hours into that concert, all I wanted was a glass of ice water and like a place to sit for a few minutes. It was (laughs) just brutal. And they just kept two more hours. It was insane.
1: Kept it was it was insane. They strapped on that jammy pack. They
0: strapped on the jammy pack and then beat us with it. (laughs)
1: like it was fantastic i, I
0: want to go to a show yeah i know man me too
1: <sighs> well we're learning a lot man i'm really really grateful for this podcast it, it's such a like no no it's cool to have I, I i got i got invited to be on another podcast by the way really tell you this well, I, I we're trying to work out the dates but so wild story speaking of concerts a few summers ago well it was around right around in may because it was the finals week and i didn't have a final that day i'm literally sitting on the toilet doing my business uh-huh. kirsten is out of town mm-hmm. i have some extra cash in my bank account i look and see that a perfect circle is playing in omaha oh yeah so i'm like i bought a single ticket in the front row treated myself went nice. that night texted kirsten i'm like i'm going to a show she's like great i sit next to this dude adam and it was his first sober show. We struck up a conversation. Oh, wow. Far Just got sober, whatever. Yeah. So he has this podcast um, all about like 90s stuff. And I'm like, dude, have you had a show about Seattle grunge and Pearl Jam? And he's like, no. He's like, would you do it? I'm like, of course I'll do it. So that's awesome. I, I'm doing a little cross-pollination podcast. I love it. Yeah. That's huge. When's that going down? Uh, I think we're going to try to make it happen in a couple of weeks. We'll see. Nice. I'll definitely let our dozens of listeners know Um, but his i'm trying to find i forget the name of his podcast but i'll put it out there when it you know
0: well that's awesome yeah how fun
1: yeah less than two thousand is the name of the podcast less than (laughs)
0: two thousand less than two thousand yeah it's fantastic it's it's
1: all things 80s and 90s so it's perfect oh my gosh that's great yeah
0: well thank you because this is all this all this whole podcast is because of um me having a flash during a sit mm. about just exercising creativity, love it, and needing an outlet to do something.
1: And now you've got now you're playing Rolling Stones music.
0: I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, dude. It's gonna be great.
0: It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It'll well, we a got a fun. really
1: sweet guest next week. I'm really stoked about that. Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie told me so. Yep. Um and you know, if anybody out there has ideas, topics, guests they think would be interesting, send them our way. We're, we'll sift through that.
0: Ttbb podcast at gmail.com.
1: Follow us on the grams. On the grams. Um, trying I'll to be keep... better
0: podcast.
1: If I if we I should
0: turn... unify that we need to get our brand management person to, to... What get do you some... mean? Get some synergy happening with our what's what's not synergistic what did i do oh, well because our email is ttbb podcast and the, and the insta handle is trying to be better podcast and there's just some incongruity there and you just froze up recording
1: huh? In the huh you froze for a minute
0: you froze for a minute
1: oh shit it's it's uh the universe telling us we should wrap it up
0: yeah i think that's probably true <laughs> Um, yeah. So we need to start doing this in person. I think we can do that. My, okay.
1: So two which, weeks from tonight is the, is tax day is my 20 year. Oh, that's right. Sobriety birthday. Yeah. That's huge. Uh-huh. I think Kirsten and I are going to try to actually go out to eat in the restaurant. So maybe we find a time right around there when I'm technically all of the, the devil's sweat that's mm-hmm. been injected into my arms actually tar- starts taking effect. Yeah. Devil's sweat. I love it.
0: Um, dude, Holly and I went and ate at rutabagas on Sunday, oh, Saturday, oh, Sunday. Nice. It was delicious. It was amazing. It was so good. Ruta Vegan comfort food. It was Go. amazing. It's I, I, I expected it to be good. I did not expect it to be amazing. I, think I am about not pers- a vegan person. I like to eat meat. And I walked out of there completely satisfied and blown away at how good it was. Yep. I mean, like uh, the, the part of me that needs to eat probably <laughs> just a little bit too much was totally yeah. satisfied. Right, like the, I didn't the, walk out of the thing. Like, okay, so can we go get some food now? You know,
1: the, the part of you that needs to eat, the part I just I saw you at Fairly Well in Chicago, go down to the fucking concession and get like two of those insane huge um, fucking hot beef sandwiches yeah. and like a chili dog or you something. You know why?
0: Because I love Chicago hot beef, and I knew that I wasn't going to want to deal with it later. Yeah, you. I, I, was, I was. I was front loading.
1: Yeah you yeah you everybody should go to a, sh- a big show like that with steve because he knows how to roll he knows what to do and when yeah he not my first rodeo it's my favorite no. thing yeah
0: I'm glad we got to do that together yeah so we the podcast.
1: should when i'm when i'm when the devil's sweat is fully coursing through my veins and yep. the mark of the beast takes form on my forehead we should get together and actually do this live i love it that'd be good yeah i think i still think we should do it just do do a gorilla show
0: a live show on the dock at the mill i'm in just unfurl a banner i'll bring my laptop we'll get a little battery powered mixer and we'll just do it i'm Join totally in live yeah
1: we can do it at the band shell it's like right down this well, we, we, do, do. we just start
0: set up a folding table and some chairs <laughs> and a banner I'm 100% in for that. I love it. I got a folding table. Let's do
1: it. People can come watch. It would be like, a, you know, those live podcasts with like three people out there. It'd be awesome.
0: It'd be awesome. <laughs> By the end of it, maybe we'll have like a dozen. Yeah, we'll have a dozen people. people like what's going on? I don't know. These guys are doing a show of some kind. I'm totally in. <laughs> we'll, we'll add an ele- the theater of the absurd element to the podcast.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. It'd be great. I have a shitty card table. I I bring it. some iced tea it'll be great i'm 100 down for that you know
0: what we need we need to find somebody to be willing to about every five or ten minutes bring us towels so we can pat our
1: foreheads <laughs> like elvis or something yes yes yeah come with the shawl like james yeah. brown and try exactly. to take us off and we keep right going no, back. no i'm yeah. coming back i'm going I'm back, coming back. <laughs> we're doing it it's gonna happen you heard it trying to be better live live at the band shell at the band shell with the locusts in the background <laughs> why not it'll be great love you buddy love you too man toot your hooter toot your herder her- her- <laughs> <laughs>